0: My crazy entitled uncle broke into my house while I was sleeping, all so he could steal my retro video games and video game consoles just so he can have them for himself. And as a result, I'm now in the process of getting a restraining order against my uncle so that he can never pull something like this on me ever again. Here's what happened. So to start things off, when I was younger, I was spoiled. I'm not gonna lie, I really was. I had almost every gaming console a kid could dream of. And my cousin, well, well, they did not I would let them play on my consoles When they came over But I would never let them borrow it Because I was so overprotective of them Which I honestly realized was pretty dumb The older I got Fast forward a few years My cousin is older and has a job So he has his own consoles and everything But has come to collect retro consoles and games Which I had a lot of He offers to buy some of them And I turned them down Because I want to keep my memories And potentially pass them on to my kids So they can experience the game. Games that I had. Well, this is where things kind of go south. My uncle for years basically makes it seem that my cousin is entitled to my stuff, simply because of the fact that I denied him borrowing it when I was still rocking Spider-Man pajamas. And as a result, he consistently tries to pressure me into just handing them over. Late in 2022, after I moved out into my own place and have all my consoles and games in storage, my cousin, who quit asking about the consoles after like a month of me saying no, by the way, comes over to visit and we're just hanging out and bonding when he gives me a housewarming gift which was an N64 cartridge of Majora's Mask because it was our favorite game. Now when my cousin gave me that my uncle absolutely did not like that. Fast forward two nights later and I'm in bed sleeping and it's right about then that I hear a loud click followed by a snap. I jump out of my bed looking for anything I can use as a weapon while also calling the police in the process. I slowly peek my head out and I see my uncle's bald head glaring in the moonlight, going through my stuff as quietly as he can. After about 10 minutes of him going through my stuff, the cops finally show up. We then go through a litany of questions and I watch him get put into a cop car and all of that. He broke in through my balcony window. I come to find out later that the click I heard was from the crowbar, pushing into the lock and snapping it apart on the window. Also, the window was completely spiderwebbed and basically shattered. Thankfully, when assessing the damages, nothing was stolen. Fast forward to about two days later and since the incident, I've bought some cameras off of Amazon. They're not the best, but they alert my phone and they are hidden. And when it comes to pressing charges, my cousin has asked me not to press charges. He's gone through a lot since the pandemic and couldn't handle losing his pops as well. I understand it's not exactly the best response, but he is my family. But I will say I am in the process of getting a restraining order just to ensure that my uncle never comes near my stuff ever again again. That uncle sounds absolutely unhinged. I mean, he seriously took it from, like, zero to a thousand pretty quickly. Who goes from, hey, you should hand over all your stuff and give it to your cousin, all the way up to, oh, that's okay, I'll just break into your house and steal it from you anyways. Like, that is seriously insane to me, and there is quite literally no good excuse for that type of action. Like, what was this guy thinking? Did he think that he would get away with this and that he was some kind of stealthy ninja trying to steal some gaming consoles Also, the original poster's cousin can have it for themselves? Like, give me a break. I'm starting to see why the original poster said, you know what? I'm not going to give you any of this. I'm going to keep this to myself and you're not allowed to borrow it as kids. Because I bet you with the uncle in the picture, they probably would have never gotten any of that back and what was previously borrowed would have probably become the property of the uncle and this guy would have never seen it again. The original poster goes on to say that the only reason they did not take any kind of action and press charges against their uncle was because their cousin stepped in. If the cousin and did not step in then they say they would have absolutely pressed charges which honestly I would be pressing charges anyways if I was in the original poster shoes and my uncle broke into my house trying to rob me blind and tried to take my gaming consoles you know the things that are retro and probably valuable at this point I would be furious some of those consoles and game cartridges and all the stuff I've collected as a child mean a lot to me personally so I understand where the original poster is coming from where you want to try and keep your stuff safe and keep it out of the Greedy hands of those who would want to take it And sell it off for themselves And the uncle of this story absolutely fits the bill So hopefully you're able to get a restraining order Sooner than later Because your uncle sounds incredibly creepy And the fact that he would break into your house For something like this Is more than enough evidence for you to know That this guy is not someone that you should want in your life If you like Am I the Jerk You're probably going to love Am I the Genius Check it out, link down below in the description The bar I work at In the restaurant I'm employed with Is being closed down two months ahead of time for renovations. And not only was I blindsided by this information, I am also now stuck trying to figure out what I'm going to do work-wise. And I'm so angry over this situation, and I seriously don't know what to do. Here's what happened. So I've worked in the food industry for a good minute, about five to six years now, and I've spent the last two years of that bartending, and close to a year of that being at a chain restaurant that you may or may not have heard of. And let's just say that my time has been interesting. High turnover Rates, bouncing between low hours to working doubles back-to-back, inventory being poorly handled, to the point where I'm making all my cocktails with vodka and a hope and a prayer. All this with a promise of a big renovation that'll fix everything. And this renovation has also been pushed back four times now. In the time I've been there, I have seen seven bartenders and countless servers quit or get fired. And this includes managers and who knows how many in the back of house. All this to say that it's an absolute mess. A lot of it because. of poor management, as well as the owners coming in and changing up a laundry list of rules that can only come up from people who haven't worked inside a restaurant for probably the last 15 years. But this Friday tops it all. I came in after a nice refreshing weekend to see my bar now has a giant wall with a little door for staff to go through and a sign that says bar closed. I asked my manager what was going on and they say to me, renovations are coming up, so they're getting a head start on the bar. You won't be taking any bar tops. Just make drinks for the servers. This will be the way it is until renovations officially begin in two months. So I asked them, what about my tips? That's more than a third of my income I'm going to be losing out on because of this. To which, after just now finding out today, the owners say, oh well, either keep on trying to get by with your meager hourly and tip outs, or host and make drinks. But we're only going to pay you the host wage. I am so upset. I'm furious that these people can be so callous towards someone who's stuck around when there have been so many times I should have left. Who can have such a disregard for someone who's been trying to make a living and enjoying the job while doing it? These last few days of work have been me standing behind the bar being miserable, making the few drinks that come in every other half hour. I absolutely hate it. I miss chatting with my regulars. I miss making drinks for people whose reactions I can see, as well as just talking to the people who might wander up to my bar. I even miss some of the jerks who could never be satisfied. Right now, I'm miserable, and my income has been cut because I decided 11 months ago I wanted to bartend here. I am looking for other jobs, and though I know it will be difficult, what with the hiring markets looking like they are right now, I am hopeful I can get out of this strut. It's unfortunate that I'm being driven out, but I hope at the end of all this, I'll find myself in a new bar with a management staff that will hopefully appreciate my hard work. What an awful thing to do to your employee. I mean, first off, they're closing down the bar two months before renovation. Like, that's just dumb if you ask me. They haven't even begun renovations and they're just like, okay, let's close the bar. Like, maybe close it down like, I don't know, a week beforehand and tell the bartender like, hey, you're gonna be losing this spot in two months. That way they can have some kind of proper notice to either stick around and stay or to find a new job. Like, there's no reason for them to have to suffer with their employment just because the owners are complete morons about how they're doing it. I mean, the managers had to have known what was going on beforehand. So why did nobody bother to give you a head Ends up in the first place. That is really low down and incredibly dirty. So hopefully with your job hunt, everything goes well because this place clearly did not value you as a worker. And I honestly think you can do so much better than this terrible place. I'm afraid that my boyfriend will end our relationship if I move and take a job out of state. And at this point, I don't know what to do. So for some background, I have been at my current job for less than a year and it has been absolutely miserable. I work for the state government and it's just a good old system that I wasn't ready for. I work too hard and have been told once by a manager and then again by another manager and HR that I am too aggressive, which is dumb because I was holding a man accountable for something we pay him a quarter of a million to do a year. And it's made coming to work sad, annoying, and it is draining. Right now, I have the option to interview for a QA position that's about an hour and a half away from the house we share with roommates. And it does pay better than my current job, but still not as much as I was hoping, starting at like $55,000 a year. I was approached by the company I used to intern for and they want me for a QA management position, which could start out at $80,000 a year, but it is in Pennsylvania and we currently live in Kentucky. Before I decided I didn't want to go to grad school, I was talking about going away and he said long distance wasn't worth it and we probably would have to break up if I did go long distance. Him saying that alone gives me so much anxiety around telling him that if they offer I might move to get a better job. But I just know he is going to say I am not prioritizing our relationship or prioritizing him by moving. But honestly, when do I get to be the priority? I would never hold my significant other back from an opportunity that would help them excel in life. The company I would work for out of state would even help me get my master's degree if I wanted. Is there any way when I talk to him about it to make him understand that the long distance would be only temporary and that we could do it and that he should want what's best for me. I mean, I know those relationships are hard, but I'm willing to do whatever it takes. I'm just so sad at the fact that I think he would end our relationship if I did have to move long distance. I truly have loved him more than anyone else, and I don't want anything else, but I also want to be successful in my lifetime. What should I do? It honestly is kind of a catch-22. On one hand, you're around your boyfriend, and you're able to enjoy his company face-to-face. But at the same time, you really do hate your current job, and you've already been mislabeled as something that you're not at work, simply by trying to do your job. And that's not fair in the slightest. That really isn't. So to that end, I really don't blame you for trying to find a new job and better yourself and your career. And you know what? If you did get an offer from this other place, and they gave you the added bonus of getting your master's degree taken care of, then man, that would be a big wasted opportunity to not say yes, especially if this isn't a career that you want to excel in. So with that in mind, and with all things considered, it's honestly really disappointing to see your boyfriend basically being like, oh, if you move far away from Kentucky, we're going to have to break up. It's almost like he just doesn't care about your situation in the slightest. And he's only judging the situation off of what would be considerate and convenient for him, despite the fact that you're miserable at your job. And while yes, long distance relationships really can work, But both parties have to be on board. And it really does sound like your boyfriend would not be up for that. So honestly, if I was in your shoes and a job offered me not only a good job out of state, but also with the opportunity that they would help me get my master's degree taken care of, you better believe I'm going to go for that degree and pursue my passions to the best of my ability. There is no way I would let up that opportunity in the slightest. You deserve it to yourself as well as the hard work you put in just to get a four-year degree in the first place. Which, by the way, is not easy. And it's not for everybody So hopefully there's some kind of middle ground You can make with your boyfriend Because the way he's acting is really unfair For your goals and your aspirations And I really think you deserve a lot better Than getting treated like garbage at work And being miscategorized as someone who's aggressive When you're just trying to hold people accountable And be the upstanding worker that you know you can be My girlfriend is making me feel awful About still living at home And it really hurt my feelings And I seriously don't know what to do So my girlfriend of almost a year Is making me feel pretty awful about my living situation. She is so kind and loving and understanding, but she doesn't realize how much this is hurting me. She doesn't come from a great family, and they kicked her out as soon as she turned 18, so she was thrown right into independence way before she should have been. I, on the other hand, have a very helpful and loving family. I dropped out of college seven years ago, and time has kind of flown by. I have never had a girlfriend before, so I really didn't spend much time planning a future or a timeline. I was just kind of seeing where things. We're gonna go. My girlfriend told me when we first started dating that she's looking for something serious. She wants to get married, she wants to have kids, and she wants this in the next few years. I agreed and I said I am looking for the same. I also have a decent paying job right now, so it's not like I'm just laying around not doing anything. She told me that before we move in together, I should spend time living alone by myself so I can learn about finances and expenses. I applied for one apartment on Zillow and didn't hear anything back, so I kind of just gave up. But I do want to move in with her though. My parents pay pretty much all of my bills except for my car. They pay my insurance, my food, my phone bill, etc. They also deal with all the insurance specifics. I have been trying to find my own insurance and my girlfriend seems to look down on me when I struggle to do it or attempt to apply. Since I'm on their current medical insurance right now, my mom helps me find a doctor since they're in her network. She was a bit rude when she was explaining the cost of living to me and I told her I don't really know how much groceries cost since my family pays for them. She said to me, you really don't know how much toilet paper costs or even complaining to me that I don't know how much my phone bill is. I feel so judged and she needs to realize that barely anybody her age is doing what she's doing. All of my friends live at home right now and some don't even have jobs and do nothing with their life. But I'm honestly really heartbroken by the things that my girlfriend said and I seriously don't know what to do. Honestly, I think to an extent your girlfriend has a point. For some context, the original poster is 26 in this story. And I think if you want to be seen as some kind of serious relationship option for this lady, you really do need to get your stuff figured out. And that includes knowing how to pay for your bills. Which, by the way, you don't do a lot of that at all. You've never lived alone. You don't even make your own doctor's appointments. I mean, with all things considered, despite the fact that she was maybe a little bit rude about it, I think she has a solid point. Also, it really sounds like you're not taking any steps to be more independent. Like, yeah, she got kicked out when she was 18 years old and she had to basically figure life out as it went and that is definitely not an easy way to go about life and it can be jarring and really frustrating but you know what if she can make it work then so can you so maybe looking for an apartment of your own and learning how to pay for basic bills and stuff like that as well as knowing the basic cost of living would probably go a really long way for you and i don't think this has to do with the fact that you live at home i think it's more to the fact that you don't do any necessary adult things even though you're an adult in the house So instead of sulking about it, I think you just need to listen to what she's saying. Just be humble about it and try and see where she's coming from. Because I don't think she's saying these things to make you feel bad about yourself, but rather, it really does sound like she's trying to help you move forward with your life. And I really have to disagree with what you're saying when you said that barely anyone her age is doing what she's doing. That is so incorrect, it's not even funny. There are many independent people who are much younger than her, who are more put together and more independent than what you're describing. So hopefully you can apply yourself and be the man that she's looking for. Because what you've described right now is really, really sheltered and it really seems like you're in a bubble. And hopefully, sooner than later, you can figure out what it means to be an adult and provide for yourself. My entitled boss demands that I ship equipment to him that he literally would just have to ship across the country again, just to get it to its proper location. And after having my job getting laid off, I decided to maliciously comply. And as a result, I cost the company hundreds of dollars in the process. And it truly felt amazing. Here's what happened. A couple of years ago, I took a fantastic job as an IT manager in a remote role for a healthcare company. It was the best job I'd ever had. The best salary, the total freedom. I had a wonderful boss who trusted me to do my job. I was brought on to create an internal IT team, and this was for a company that had 19 offices in three U.S. states, and I was given free reign to create the team I saw fit. I hired a great admin for both our California and Missouri markets, and I served that role for Alabama. The employees loved us. Most tickets were resolved in an hour or two, instead of the outsource company taking a day or two, and maybe not even fixing the issue in itself. We were saving the company close to half a million dollars per year just in outsource costs, versus the salaries that they provide us. It was absolutely glorious, but my boss ended up deciding to become a stay-at-home dad. I was looking to advance to his position, but our new CEO instead created a new vice president of IT position for a guy she had worked with for seven previous years. Sadly, the new guy was the micromanager of all micromanagers. He had the company credit card closed and I went from discretionary limit of $10,000 all the way down to having to ask for his approval on $10 network cables. He put himself on every account, removed most of my authority and in effect, I was basically demoted. One day, I visited one of our sites and picked up a bunch of stuff. Five desktop PCs, a carton full of keyboards, mice, and cables, weird odds and ends. The idea was that I would take it to one of our other facilities and store it there, save the desktop PCs that I would ship to our outsource partner. Well, I went on vacation, only to come home to discover that the previous Friday had been my last day. I was getting 2 weeks severance, and they were eliminating the department entirely. I asked the vice president about the equipment, and he told me to ship all of it to him, and he would dispense of it. Now, I assumed he wanted me to ship it to the outsource company or at least to do so with the PCs, but no. The thing is, the vice president lives in Colorado. We have no branches there. The outsource partner is in Missouri, meaning that no matter what, he would at least be reshipping those PCs to Missouri. Oh well, not my problem anymore. I went to FedEx and I carted all that garbage in there. They offered me various methods, but I told them that it was all going on the company's account. I told them to ship it ground, but to do so in whatever method made them the most money. Friends, they spent well over three hours, carefully wrapping and padding all of that equipment. It charged the company several hundreds of dollars. By my best estimate from previous shipping that I had done with them, it was about triple of what it should have been. And of course, the vice president also had to pay to ship those desktops again. But hey, he told me to do it. The company held my severance until they got the equipment. So I guess I satisfied their requirements or something like that. But now I've moved on to better things than those people. I did have to take a small pay cut And it did take me three months to find a good job, but I did find that good job. And I honestly couldn't be happier to be away from the people that I previously worked for. That is honestly so funny to me and really is hilarious when it comes to maliciously complying to some sort of manager. Oh, you want me to ship it all the way to you in Colorado? Even though this gear needs to go to Missouri? Cool, we're gonna do this in the most expensive way possible. And it's coming out of your budget because guess what? I don't work there anymore. So while I'm sorry that the original poster lost their job and under stupid circumstances, at that. At least you were able to get the last word by costing this company hundreds of dollars in the process because based on what you described, they deserve this kind of bad karma to come their way. Thanks for watching. When you subscribe, make sure to hit the bell to turn on notifications so you never miss a video. To finish listening to all the stories, use the playlist at the top of the description. And if you like Am I the Jerk, you're probably going to love Am I the Genius. Check it out in the description below and subscribe.